right, welcome back to another Into the Base belated Monday. You know, it's Wednesday. Yes, we are. We are very late. We are two days late on our upload, but it's unforeseen circumstances, bro. Like we, we have, we have shit to do. We yeah, are, yeah, yeah. We are adults, or I should say, we are young adults. You know, uh-huh. trying to navigate our way through life, just like everybody yeah. else. So yeah. yeah, man, we there's we we have problems. We I wouldn't say problems per se. We mm-hmm. have we have responsibilities. Let's yeah, put it that yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah, mm. man. So hey, we just we gotta do what we gotta do. But it's not gonna be yeah. it's not gonna be an every week thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. We we like to stay consistent. Mondays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. We're on mm-hmm. your ears. We're in your ears, you know. That's me, yeah. your boy, King Bass. With my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, Tumile Busho, aka <laughs> Study Gang. What's up, my guy? I'm good. I thought I thought I was the own I was the Bruce Buffer of this podcast, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a thing going there. Hey, there's there's enough charisma to go around in this podcast, my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm good, man. How are you? Hey, I'm good, my guy. I'm just yeah, really tired and cold there. Damn. Cape Town is... I don't know, bro. Cape, Cape Town just got hit with a, some sort of cold blizzard, bro. No snow, but cold. Like, right now, I've got sweatpants on. I've got two pairs yep. of socks. Mm-hmm. I've got two socks on with the warmest hoodie that I can find. And yeah. I've got a couple of people next to me. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. For this year, I don't know what winter is. I'm in a region in South Africa. I'm not going to mention where, but it's hot throughout the year. So, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, best decision I've ever made so far. Hey, damn, bro. You're, making, you're really making me miss Devon, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Devon weather is too nice. Mm. Devon weather is just way too nice, bro. The, all year round. I mean, in Durban, it will rain. You could still walk with a pair of shorts, you know, and a tank top. I mean, exactly. the rain's gonna feel like a lukewarm shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try doing that shit this side. Ah, no, 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 no. You also yeah. to get sick. Yeah, it is. It's cold that side. It's cold. I know, and it's rain. It's just, it's just something else, man. But I miss those days, man. You know. And I'm just so glad and proud that I managed to escape without having a baby from that weather. Say again? I managed to leave without having a baby due to that weather. <laughs> you managed to leave having, having a baby? Without a baby. <laughs> hey, bro, this weather will make you do things, bro. This weather this will make you father. Yeah. But I just, I just, I just look at, at the forecast now, right? I think mm-hmm. we're gonna have a cold weather throughout Cape Town for a while now. So, yeah. yeah. But I mean, without wasting, without wasting any, uh, what are you saying? Without wasting any time, let's get into today's podcast. So, bro. But before we get there, we always have this uh, few minutes of talking about something, right? And that's your. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking, like, wait, whoa, what's happening to base today? Like, hey, no, what's no, up? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 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 Hold on.
Hold on. I was getting there. I was getting there, yeah. bro. You, you, know, you know, you know, I like to stay consistent with this shit. Mm. <laughs> so, on, it was Sunday, right? I sent you two yeah. pictures. Uh-huh. With no, with no context whatsoever. Just, yeah. I sent you two pictures and I said nothing else. Right? Yeah. I'm guessing you know who that is. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, do you know what's the whole story behind uh, this week? You can share with us. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I will gladly do it. So, that was, just, just to put it in context, that, that was Megan Rapinoe. Right? Mm-hmm. The, she's the women's, um, she's the US women's soccer team captain, right? Yeah. So, she is a trailblazing woke activist, right? She is so woke. Now, you mm. know me. I don't yeah, like woke yeah. shit. I yeah. do not like woke shit whatsoever, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of... It's a very loud minority, you know? Yeah. That is just being so much louder than mm-hmm. a sane majority, right? Mm. Mm. So... The whole context behind behind the story is they the entire weekend, right? Yeah. I kept seeing I kept seeing these posts that I give zero shits about, right? Mm-hmm. Now I kept seeing headlines on my phone like notifications, Victoria's Secret. I don't I don't keep reading, I just take that shit off my screen. Right? <laughs> and then yeah, Victoria's Secret <laughs> take that shit off my screen. Yeah. And then YouTube notifications, Victoria's Secret, take that shit off mm. my screen. And then eventually mm-hmm. these notifications wore me down. I'm like, what the hell is going on with Victoria's Secret? And why am I getting these notifications? You know? Yeah. There's even, there are even MMA guys who are talking about it. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. What is what is going on with Victoria's Secret? Right? Mm. So I look deeper into the story. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. Oh, oh my goodness. Victoria's Secret is making the worst mistake they have ever made. They are making, yeah. they are literally committing like company suicide. Mm-hmm. You know? So, what they did was they got rid of the Victoria's Secret angels. You know, yeah. the, the, those supermodels that, that model their lingerie? Yeah, you know? yeah. That model Victoria's Secret, like the mm-hmm biggest lingerie brand on the planet mm-hmm. for I don't know for how long mm. so they decided no we're going to get rid of the of the Victoria's Secret Angels and who are we going to represent them with we are going to represent them we're going to replace them with Megan Rapinoe oh the fuck oh, oh. Megan Rapinoe mm-hmm. the one person the, the person who was shitting on Victoria's Secret for having, I mean, un, un, unobtainable beauty standards, right? Mm. Mm. She was shitting on Victoria's Secret for saying that these beauty standards are only standardized to men and all that shit. But I mean, yeah. most people that, most girls that, that actually wear Victoria's Secret underwear, mm. they, they kind of want that, you know? They kind of they are buying it for them for the men for the men yeah, in their lives. Yeah. So, 
I don't I don't get where I don't get why Victoria's Secret is actually taking her opinion into consideration. Because mm-hmm. okay, well, hang on. Let, let me let me actually just rewind that. Okay. I actually do get it because they have a new CEO. His name? Martin Waters. Dumb motherfucker. Mm. So do you remember yeah. what happened to the do you remember the Gillette ad? The yeah. boys the boys woke thing. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened after Gillette posted that ad? Their stock plummeted, bro. They lost eighty percent of their revenue just by going. Damn. Damn. No. Mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret is going in the same direction. I was like, whoa, what what is going on? Only to and the the deeper I looked into the story, the more it just got worse and worse and worse. Right? Mm. Because they are they they're not only replacing the angels with Megan Rapinoe. They're mm. replacing that she's gonna be the front runner, which is bullshit. But they're also replacing her they're also replacing them with this other actress who supported yeah, yeah. some skin lightning cream. Yeah. Right? Which mm-hmm. is the least work thing you could do. Yeah. She there 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 are there's also other people like other athletes, I don't know, woke athletes. Um, there's also a Brazilian trans model, which I'm yeah, like, yeah. what? What are you doing? You are really, you, you are isolating. You are basically ostracizing the number, the biggest group of buyers. Right? You are basically yeah. saying, no, we're not going to advertise to you, even though you are 90% of our revenue, or I would say 95% of our revenue, we're not going to advertise to you. We're going to advertise to these people because y'all can fuck off. Yeah. So that that kind of got it. Kind of got me going, bro. It kind of it made me laugh. <laughs> Honestly, wow. like, I couldn't stop laughing. I I just gotta I I gotta get your opinion on this. What What do you think? I would say that you know your 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 worst critique. I think you can just take them, put them there publicly to embarrass themselves. That's the best thing that you can ever do to someone. If you want to shut someone out, give them the spotlight. If you really want to shut someone out, give them the spotlight. After that, when they mess up, there's nothing more they can say. You get it? Habib complained. Kana is the chicken. Kana is this. Kana is this. Everyone is feeling Kana is doing this, is doing this. He was put in the spotlight, and what did he do? He shined in the spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. You take Big Mouth, put him in there in the spotlight. What did he do? So, base. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, I don't know for sure if that's the strategy. To just say, you know what? If if someone is just so trying to distract us as much as possible, let's just put him in there. Remove everything that you think it might bring revenue for us. Let them be, uh, let them shine. Let them be part of the spotlight. Let's see what will happen with them. Because if they would have really, really, really wanted um to 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 add the other branch, right, to be able to 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 cater for other genders, right, the LGBT and Q plus whatever, they would say, okay, fine. This is Victoria's Secret. However, we're gonna have a special branch for one, two, three, four. Let the both companies compete and you make money both ways. You get it? Than to remove what works for you, 
why do you change something that already works? Like it doesn't make sense and try to add something new. It's great to do that as well, but let them compete. Let yeah. them compete. They'll both make you money yeah. at the end of the day. They're not going to compete. Let them, let them work side by side because what's going to happen if they compete is that the woke brand is going to lose and they're going to lose dismally. And what are they going to do? They're going to blame society. Yeah. They're going to blame everybody yeah. under the sun and then this brand that actually won that everybody yeah. wants is now going to look like shit, right? Yeah. Even though they don't really look like shit, they just did what they normally do. They didn't mm. discriminate against anybody. They're yeah. just going to yeah. look like shit because this very loud minority is offended. Yeah, yeah. So it's as good as UFC saying that um, this guy's on the prelim. Um, we're going to have to cut the roster because... There's, there's a lot of fighters on the roster, right? And yeah. you only have how many, let's say, um, 24 people views per year, and we cannot put everyone on it. They say, oh, okay, fine. Those weeks where we don't have pay-per-views, we'll make UFC Vegas. To let this peop- these, these guys shine in there, these people who are barely unknown, let them shine there on the, on the Vegas card. And then when they have built enough uh, fans, when they've built, built enough supporters from the fight night in Vegas, then we take them and put them on the main card, on the main card in the pay-per-views. Then we start to build them to that point. However, instead of saying like, no, we're just going to shut um, UFC down and then um, the pay-per-views down and only focus on UFC Vegas. Why do that? Well, Vegas on the side, make money out of it. Well, um, the, the pay-per-views on the side, the, 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 the main cards on the side and make money out of it. It's the only way. So what they're doing, I, 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 like, um, um, I think I support you. It might be a short, they're shooting themselves on the feet about this, but mm-hmm. I don't know the business structure, the business mindset that this guy's trying to, 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 to take this um, company with. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not so sure at the moment. It's like clicks, man. Clicks is very smart. Whenever they're losing or they want to um, raise their stocks or everything, they play the racism card all the time. The racism cut, racism cut, huh? What are you saying, base? Say, say again. I'm saying the clicks company in South Africa, right? Yes. Whenever they are losing or, or, or their stocks are going down or something, they always play the racism cut, knowing that yeah. that's gonna cause a lot of attention, a lot of them talking, mm-hmm. free advertisement three eyes on their company and then after a few weeks this will blow off everyone will forget that no clicks was, was 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 racist and all that because at the stores when you enter no one is treating you in a racial segregation type of shit you just get in the shop buy whatever you buy you leave as a happy customer so yeah. the strategy huh yeah that, that is that is true the strategy seem to doing this man and i don't know what this guy is planning but Oh, this is his own way of putting um, Victoria's Secret on the map. I, I, I totally don't know. I don't know how the business was doing solo because we don't sit in those board meetings with them. We don't see those numbers. We don't know those ideas that they put on top of, of, of the table and say, no, this is how we're going to run it now. So we'll just have to wait and see. I, th- I think Victoria's Secret is publicly traded. Is a public tra- publicly traded company. But... Mm-hmm. If they're trying to put Victoria's Secret on the map, why are you trying to put the map on the map? Victoria's Secret is the map, bro. They they are the yeah. pinnacle of lingerie. They are, mm-hmm. you know, they they are basically 
you, you know how it is in South Africa. Coke is the number mm. one, the number one mm. uh, cold drink brand, right? Mm. Mm. That's that's like Coke trying to reinvent themselves to reach a larger audience in South Africa. Yeah. How much larger do you want to get, bro? Like you already, you're already at your largest. Mm. Like you, you're already the biggest brand. You're already the brand that everybody knows and everybody basically prefers. Yeah. So I I don't know I don't know I don't know what they what they're trying to do I don't know what Victoria's Secret is trying to do but this whole woke thing it's it's mm-hmm. honestly not gonna work their stock are, their stocks are gonna plummet very quickly and I actually yeah, checked yeah. on Monday on Monday like they no not I didn't check but I was watching a video and somebody was talking about it and he he actually checked and I was like mm. oh shit this their stock is already down. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> Good luck to Victoria's Secret. Yeah, man, it's, it's very painful though. But I, without wasting any more time, let's go to the guys that were the Venom. <laughs> the Venomous. Okay, before before we get to the Venomous fights, bro. Yeah. Did you see, did you see the Anderson Silva and... Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez boxing match. Yep. I saw the fight. And um, I, I, personally, I didn't even know that um, there's, there's a fight happening that weekend. I I was Same not here. sure what's what happening. And then I think I saw Friday night, there was a post, there, there was a post, post um, what's this thing? A, a press conference, right? I didn't even listen. I was like, oh, no, I knew about this boxing fight, that there, there was something in the talks in the talks, and Anderson has been released from the UFC show, show, and then I forgot about it. Sunday morning, I wake up, Anderson Silva. I'm like, what the hell is happening in this world? When will this <laughs> Conor McGregor era end? Because it's him who started all these MMA fighters, jumping boxes, doing all this. It's him who started this era, right? <laughs> Apart from those guys back then, he just reinvented yeah. it now. I'm like, what the hell is happening now? Bro, honestly, it's it just shows you how it just exposes how the Paul brothers are actually helping boxing in a way, you know? Yeah. They are they are exposing the the whole the whole format behind it because mm-hmm. these these two guys are martial artists. These two guys are Julio Cesar Chavez and Anderson Silva. They they are not the biggest trash talkers, right? Yeah. Even when, when Anderson was like at his highest point, you know. Uh, what, yeah. what 13, 13 or 15 title defenses? Mm-hmm. No, I, think it, I think it's 15. No, it's 15, 15 because Israel Adesanya um, has to fight, I think, five more times to tie with, with him. He just tied with uh, Chris Weidman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, no, it's 11. It's 11 based. It's 11. Yeah, it's 11. It was, yeah. yeah, Demetrius Johnson had the most. Yeah, had the most. No, yeah, Dimitras so, had, had, how many? 12, 12, right? And then he lost on the 13th title defense. Max Holloway lost on his 13th uh, fight win streak as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's 11, 11, 12, somewhere there. Yeah. But I mean, even, even at the height, even at the highest point of his career, he wasn't the biggest trash talker. He wasn't even the trash talker. You know, he never... He never really talked shit to anybody. And I've never heard of Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. talking mm-hmm. trash. 
mm. but maybe that that's my lack of knowledge in boxing mm. Mm. but the people who talk the most are the ones who are known the longest you know yeah or yeah not the longest, but they are the ones who are really well known the ones who are known yeah. the most yeah. let me just with Mayweather, mm. yeah you know, mm-hmm. Gregor, yeah Sonnen, those, those type of guys they are the ones who are well known so yeah it just shows you, but it probably this 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 fight card. I doubt it did a lot of pay per views, you know, because even even MMA guys who were rooting for Anderson, they didn't know that this this shit is going on. They were yeah, like, yeah. Well, what? I'm I'm actually missing the fight, you know. So mm. it's I don't know, bro. It's it's just I, I wouldn't say a lack of advertising. I'd say it's mm-hmm. just. Just not popular nowadays. Clout is what gets you fame. Clout is what gets yeah. you paid. So we are in the so, age of that. Yeah. So the Paul brothers are actually just exposing that they they're not doing mm. they're not hurting anybody. People's people mm. are choosing to get their feelings hurt. You know. Because yeah. Yeah. An insult is not is not given. An insult is taken. Yeah. Right? Somebody can say something to you. Could be insulting. It could not be insulting. That all depends on you. Right, if you take insult for that, that's on you. Yeah, so you know the, the boxing community just has to get their their heads out of the out of their also, You know, even yeah, even the MMA guys, like so mm-hmm. a lot of the MMA guys need to get their heads out of their asses because Darren Till even said this, like, yo, these guys are your reaction is what these guys want. You guys are giving them what they want. Relax, let them be. Mm. You know. So yeah, it's 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 it's. Uh, well, well, basically, the point I'm trying to make mm. is what what we've already established multiple times in multiple episodes. You know, clout mm-hmm. is paid nowadays. You know, so yeah, man. This 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 event it, it wasn't really gonna be that big. But yeah. Anderson's Anderson's performance, brilliant, brilliant. So, what do you think is going to happen from here now, moving forward with Anderson Silva? <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm I'm not invested enough to know what's going to happen. Mm. So, but <laughs> Oscar De La Hoya seems to want to fight, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Why? Why not? Why not fight Anderson? You know he's That's he's great. calling it. He's calling everybody under the sun. He's calling mm-hmm. out Canelo. Uh, wow, which is a huge mistake. Canelo would absolutely annihilate him. Yeah. <sighs> Just, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm I'm not that invested in it right now because Anderson Silva was at the at the back end of his career. He was really. Mm-hmm. He was really one of the guys who overstayed their welcome in MMA. MMA, you know, he yeah. He had his high points. He had a he had a great career. He had mm. he he had a great story in his career, you know. Yeah. But he he really did overstay his welcome. Like after mm-hmm. the after the second Chris Weidman fight, after yeah. the Michael Bisping fight, I think that's when mm. he should have retired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the fire is still there. The fire is still burning. 
Remember, these guys have nothing. They have nothing. What they know, what they do, is fighting. That's what gives them meaning, yeah. meaning in life. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that that is that is true. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually happy for the guy, man. He he looked yeah. really good against somebody mm-hmm. who he actually went into boxing, which is not his realm, mm-hmm. and fought a boxer who is eleven years younger than he is. Mm-hmm. Um, has didn't retire. I don't think Julio Cesar, Cesar Chavez Jr. has been retired for a long time. Like, I think he's been mm-hmm. competing like twice a year, right? He's yeah. a former world champion, right? He's only, he's 52. He's got 52 Come on, man. Wins. Why, 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 why are you trying to, to, to build this guy, um, Julio Cesar, like that? I mean, Artem Lobov, <laughs> same day, yesterday, right? It was the same day when he defeated a, a former world boxing champion. Cody Malinaji in a boxing fight. Like, why are you trying to, 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 to make this thing big? MMA guys can move into a boxing gym and beat the hell out of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, that, that's that's the difference between you and me, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big Artem Lobov fan, but yeah. <laughs> and guess what? You wanna have him what? on this show as well? Really? Yeah, I'm working on that. We wanna have I, Atem Lobov on this show. I I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> that should be very interesting. <laughs> that should be very interesting. I I really cannot wait for that. But hey, bro, yep. like, yeah, honestly, yeah, the, those weekend fight they, they didn't really interest me that much. I was impressed mm-hmm. with Anderson. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's that's all I've got to say on it. What's what's your take? my take is I didn't know anything about the fight. I saw the fight. I was like, oh, interesting. I watched the, the... What I do is if I miss a fight, I watch highlights. If it looks interesting, I look for the entire fight and watch the fight. I watch the highlights. It's like, oh, okay. Someone somehow stood out for me. And I kind of watched the fight. And I mean, he's... the guy can move his hands. He still can move his hands, right? But like you said, he overstayed his welcome and he's, he's old. So I think the best thing that he can do is make as much money as possible fighting this type of fight, fight this legend, fight Oscar De La Hoya. If Mike Tyson is still willing to take a fight, fight Mike Tyson. Just have those nice fights because the fire is there, right? But don't take these dangerous young guys like like um Canelo and all that. No, just no, fight no. this old legendary fight. Call, 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 call um Junior Dos Santos into a boxing fight. Call... Just call these guys into a boxing fight. Yeah, call Daniel Komi into a boxing fight. Just make as much money as possible. MMA great doing that. No one is taking so much damage. You don't have to get knocked out by these young, wild animals that you can fight with. So I think that's the best thing that... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's the best thing that he can do at the moment. And that's what I wish for him. Yeah, man, honestly, yeah, I, I feel you, man. I, I honestly do wish the best for him, too. But, mm. yeah, I, I agree with you. He can't he can't handle the young lines of today, man. Like, yeah. it's, the, the sport has evolved. Even though he was ahead of his time, mm. like, the, the sport has really evolved. You know, he caught up with him and passed him now. Yeah. I mean, a fighter's time is only... Fighters are, are not fighters for a long time. They're fighters for a good mm. time. Yeah, yeah. So you you gotta you gotta know when to quit. 
But mm-hmm. yeah, man. Yeah, he he really shouldn't take. He really should take the the legend fights. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's what I think he should do. I mean, the legends thing seems to be making quite a lot of money now. You know, the yeah, exhibition yeah. fights seem to be mm-hmm. making a lot of money now. So yeah, mm-hmm. that that I think I really do think that that is the best option for him. You know, secure mm-hmm. his family, even though it's already secured. You know, secured, yeah, uh, secure for a few more generations. Who who knows? Yeah. But besides that, right? Um. We had fights as well, UFC Vegas. Is there any fight that you'd like to touch up on from that weekend, from this weekend? Bro, <laughs> there, there, there are quite a few. There are okay. quite a few. But let's, let, let's first talk about, about this. There's something that's really bugging me. Okay. Leon Edwards. Mm-hmm. Leon Edwards, great fighter. Zero hype. Zero <laughs> hype. Whatsoever, and the guy yeah. does—he really does not see it. I don't know who his manager is, but fuck. His manager's his manager's Conor McGregor. That's who his manager is, right? Um, he's under Paradigm Sports. Paradigm Sports is owned by Conor McGregor's manager, and you know Conor always has a stake in everything, so he owns half of Paradigm Sports. So yeah, mm-hmm. Conor is his manager. I, I don't know what's happening, but I don't think Connor's looking after his fighters, man. I don't think he's teaching his fighters how to promote themselves. Israel Adesanya, Israel Adesanya is, is also managed by Conor McGregor, but there he is. He's yeah. doing his own thing. They'll get you good he, deals. He, he, yeah. Yeah. He, he's promoting himself, you know? Mm. He's, he's actually working towards promoting himself. He's not just... When the, when the UFC are asking him questions, he's not just answering questions. He's working the mic. You know, he's working the room. He's in charge. You know, you can, you can tell that he's in control. Like, he doesn't just go through the motions, just answer the questions and get out, you know, go rest and time to fight. That, that's, that's not what fighting is about nowadays. Well, that, that's not what yeah. making money is about. That if, if you want to be a pure martial artist, Get ready to, you know, be paid peanuts because that's, yeah. that's honestly what you're going to get. But mm-hmm. if you really want to get paid, you got to put on the show. You really yeah. got to put on the show, you know. So, Leon Edwards, he's probably the least interesting guy on the mic, right? Mm-hmm. But he's got a very interesting backstory, though, you know. Yeah. <sighs> But the thing is, like, he's 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 not an interesting guy on the mic. Like, I think it's by choice, you know. So mm-hmm. after after this fight of his against uh, Nate Diaz, where he almost yeah. got knocked out in the last minute, in the yeah. last minute of a t- of a five round fight, right? Mm. You are winning the entire fight. The entire fight from pillar to post, you're dominating everywhere the fight mm. went. You were dominating. All of a sudden, you get caught with a with a left with a left straight, you know, stocked and slapped mm. left straight, <sighs> and then that that rocked him and almost finished him. He was lucky. He was, I would say, he was lucky that Diaz didn't pounce him when he saw he was rocked. Diaz actually he, just pointed at him. I'm like, yeah, he was he was he was he was lucky. Nate was high during the fight. That's all yeah. you can say. <laughs> this marijuana guy. Yeah. yeah, if 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 he's, if he, if he was focused on that fight and actually showed up to fight, 
we'll be speaking a different story now. We'll be talking about Nate Diaz versus Kamaru Usman for the welterweight champion. Yeah. Because th- this fight, the-, the stakes in this fight, in that fight, right, it was rank mm. versus hype. Right? This is hype, one yeah. Guy was, one guy was trying to take what the other guy has. <laughs> and guess what? Rank. And, 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 uh-huh. and guess what? <laughs> what? Nate Diaz left with his own hype. <laughs> he left he with left it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Now Nate, now just doors have just opened, bro. Like money for opportunities open for Nate yeah. Diaz. Leon Edwards is not helping himself out. He's saying, "Yeah, I'm, I'm next. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm next. I'm next. Yeah, I should, I should, I should be next for the title. Yes, yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, I should for the title shot now." Uh, it's, yeah, it's hard to be, but guess what, motherfucker? Mm. It's not how it is. That's not the reality. Now, what's going to happen is he's got no hype because he he didn't finish, right? Even if yeah. he didn't finish Nate Diaz, at least like dominate right up until the last bell. But yeah, yeah, the the biggest moment in that fight was the last minutes of the fight. You know, where mm, Nate Diaz mm. was actually dominating him and had him in trouble. Mm. Um, yeah. The other 24 minutes of the fight, they really don't count for shit. So Ex- they don't. Nobody's going to remember that. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to remember that. Nobody's going to remember his nine, he's nine, eight or nine fight win streak now because yeah. they're going to be looking at the guys with the hype. So, mm-hmm. that being said, George Masvidal was actually giving Leon Edwards an opportunity on a silver platter. Like, here, here you go, bro. Here you go. Yeah. Get some hype for you. Take it. You know, because now, what, what's, what's Dana going to say? If somebody asks him, mm-hmm. is, is Leon Edwards next? Yeah, mm-hmm. Dana's going to say, he's, he's usual. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. That, that's what Dana's going to say. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't see what happens. I don't, I don't. I don't. I. I have the match. I have the match making meetings on Tuesday. So I have to meet up with yeah. you guys. On Tuesday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bro, the UFC is a business. The UFC is not a. It's not a a, com, a comité. It's not a pure martial artist thing. They they are a business model now because mm-hmm. they are trying to grow the company. They're trying to grow the mm-hmm. brand. They they are. They are the juggernauts of MMA. They are the juggernauts yeah, yeah. of MMA. So mm-hmm. they're actually still trying to grow and trying to grow for the future. So mm-hmm. now what Edwards is doing, he's not he's not making himself, he's not digging himself any favors, especially yeah. because they try to negotiate for more money if mm-hmm. they're given the title fight, right? Mm-hmm. So if he actually took that that offer from George Masvidal, that, that George Masvidal fight, that's something that can be promoted. There's a story mm. there. Three pins in the soda. Yeah. There's a story there, you know. Le- Leon Edwards was talking shit to Masvidal backstage after their fights. You know what mm. did what did Masvidal do? Walked up to Leon Edwards. Pa, 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 Go pa. back and take what yeah. the, the, the the hype that actually blew George Masvidal out. It's that three pins in the soda. Yeah. That's it. I mean, Go not, take it back. Yeah, yeah. Not, knocking Darrell out was gave gave Masvidal a lot of hype, right? Nah, not really. Okay, let, let, let me let me put it this way. Okay, it gave Masvidal some hype because mm. Masvidal took the hype that that uh, Darrell had, 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UFC was really pushing that until. It was just after his title shot against uh, Tyron Tyron Woodley. Woodley. Yeah. Yeah, so they were they, that that was the time that they were really pushing down until they were like, This is the next big star. This mm-hmm. is the next mm-hmm. big superstar. The entire yeah. the whole of Liverpool's behind him. So let's push him, bro. He's gonna make a lot of money for us. What does George Masvidal do? Knocks him out and takes that hype. And what happens on what happens later? Takes more hype, you know? It In the same night by three guys yeah. from England, by two guys from England. <laughs> <laughs> I whoop you legally. I whoop your ass legally, and I whoop the other <laughs> other guys ass illegally <laughs> on the same oh, night. Bro, he he basically took all the hype that that England had to offer. He moked it. <laughs> he really moked that English cow. <laughs> but now, Leo, he, you know, George Masvidal is trying to give him back that hype. You know, not necessarily yeah. trying to give him back that hype. But he's trying to get back into the title shot. But mm. in my eyes, I think Leon Edwards wins that fight. But now easily win that fight. Easily win that fight. Easily. Yeah. Mm. So no man, you you have to understand, right? Mm-hmm. Nate Diaz was high. I think we even saw from um Brendan um Moreno. Brendan Moreno. The way he was yeah. fighting, he never fights like that. He was sitting next to Nadia's. <laughs> Nadia started smoking. The guy was high, was hyper the entire time, <laughs> from the press conference to the back to the fight. And you only realize after the fight, like, oh shit, what's happening? I just won. <laughs> yeah, he, he just that, got down from high. <laughs> that's a California weed, bro. That's a California weed. Yeah. It, that's strong, mm-hmm. right? And now it's in the rig. These guys are just hugging each other all night long. Mas Vidal and Leon Edwards. Edwards is eating um Nadia's blood. Yeah, Nadia's is, is is high and um he's just hugging um Leon Edwards and telling him like, hey, look man, um don't let these motherfuckers tell you you ain't shit, right? Name your price or they will name it for you. And yeah. you just said no, I just felt that you felt you felt what? What is it that you you felt what? You didn't feel anything. Just he felt, he felt the residue. Yeah, from the from the, the from the from the yeah <laughs> from the pillow talk with the high guy. Yeah, I mean that's a high guy, bro. The guy went and then <laughs> flipping finished Conor McGregor. Went the distance with Conor McGregor. Like he has all the hypes. He called. He had his own belt created for him in the UFC. Exactly. He can name exactly. his prize. What is it that you have to do? Like, come on, dude. No. You fought twice in the last three years, right? And he's still one of the biggest superstars in the UFC. Yeah. So yeah, but... I think that was a that was a bad move for him because he can't wait. If he has to wait now, you know what I love about Calby Covington? Yeah. Calby that just doesn't talk. He actually puts in the work. Yeah, he does. He goes, how many fights did he take while waiting for the title? He was uh, like, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's like I'm. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna wait for these guys. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna do what needs to be done. Goes beat yeah. the shit out of this guy. He doesn't get the fight. Like no, I'm gonna take another fight. Goes beat the hell out of that guy. And say no, I'm the number one contender all the damn time. That's what Kobe Covington does. Yeah. Well, these these guys don't understand. Man. I don't think they they really understand the business model. They still think mm-hmm. it's the olden the olden days where 
it's just about the martial arts. If you want that, go to Japan. Go right? to One FC, yeah. Yeah, go to One FC because that's where you're gonna find pure martial arts. And you don't the have UFC, to cut weight as well. Yeah, you can also take steroids. Sage North can almost hit it. Sage North can almost expose One FC, bro. But yeah. that being said, man, Masvidal was really—he was really doing Leon Edwards a favor. But Leon yeah. Edwards was not putting himself out, man. So if he doesn't take this fight, guess what happens if if Colby Covington loses, right? Let's say Colby yeah. Covington loses, and then Wonder Boy beats uh, Gilbert Burns. Who's gonna get the title fight? The winner of that fight. Exactly. And be sad. No, don't, don't, don't even go there. We have a fight between Kobe Covington and Kamaru Usman, right? Kamaru yeah. Usman is on the roll now. He took some of the hype that um, George Masvidal had. He's going mm-hmm. to a big fight. That fight will sell some pay-per-views, right? At least no, 1 million pay-per-views or 800 huh? pay-per-view buys. Yeah. yeah. 800,000. But if they do, the last fight was so close. This fight might be close as well because now Kobe Covington is aware that no, this guy has a lot of power in those hands now. He's dangerous, mm-hmm. right? He might fight yeah. a different way. It might go a certain way. If Kobe wins that fight by decision, most definitely Usman is going to get a rematch. He's going to demand one and he's going to get one, right? Now we have Kobe Covington versus Kamaru Usman 3. No, no, let me just finish this. Kamaru Usman okay. 3. In the meantime, what happens with, 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 with um, Edwards? Nothing. Just going to chill. Exactly my point. He's gonna chill and be forgotten. And you know what? Yeah. You know what will happen mm. if 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 Kamaru Usman, let's say, Kobe wins the rematch, and then mm. Usman will uh, take takes the trilogy. Right? Yeah, he takes the third fight. What's gonna happen is Wonder Boy is gonna get the title fight. Leon Edwards mm. is gonna be out. You know. Yeah. And then what's gonna what what would happen if let's say, Kobe Covington wins the rematch. Another scenario mm. is if they don't do an immediate rematch, mm. what they, which is a possibility, they also they also have another fight that's going to sell a lot of pay-per-views, which already has yeah. a backstory. Yeah. Masvidal, Covington. There's already a backstory behind that fight. Best friends turn enemies. Mm. You know, that's... Bro, honestly, that that is... Let me tell you something. I think that's a fake beef. And I... I think they are doing a very good thing. Masvidal and 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 Kobe Covington. You think so? Yeah, I really think I don't that's think a fake. So. I'm I don't telling think you. So, what okay. makes you think that way? When 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 we have more time, yeah. or let's say on on Monday's podcast or mm-hmm. tomorrow, I'll mm-hmm. explain it to you in in deeper detail. But I okay. really think that that's a that's a made up beef, and. Mm. Guys are, are doing it to create a lot of buzz, and in the end, create a big fight, which will sell a lot of pay per views. You know, the, yeah, yeah. The shit talker that is Colby Covington versus the BMF. Yeah. Yeah. So, when on 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 the next podcast where it's just the two of us, I will mm-hmm. explain it to you. No I'll, problem. I'll explain where I'm coming from. So. No problem. Let's 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 move let's move on from that because yeah we, we've we've established Leon is shooting himself in the foot yeah and honestly if if things go no matter how things go he's <laughs> not gonna get a title fight anytime soon if he doesn't take that Masvidal fight 
But, he really needs that fight, yeah. He really yeah. needs to take that fight. That's his only way to a title shot. And guess what? If he doesn't take that mm. fight, there's a more there's a more dangerous fight that he that they're gonna offer him before yeah. they give him the title fight. Yeah. Guess who it is? Guess guess um, guess. Who it is? Yo 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 yo. Elon Elon Musk is is it? No no, no. Elon Musk is is his mentor. It's another right. fifty five, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, come on, man. I have this guy's name in my head. Come on, uh, this, is, this is the brother. I, I killed this guy's brother. Oh, yeah. I'm going to smash this guy. I'm thinking about him, but there's <laughs> another guy I'm thinking about again. What's his yeah. name? Uh, I forgot, but What's yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Wait, which which guy are you saying? What, describe him. I, I, I forgot his, his, his name. He won as well with this Welsh name as well. But I think it's a light... No, I don't think it's a lightweight, but no, nah, it's fine. I'll, I'll remind him. So yeah, he's gonna get the dangerous fight. But now, Hamza Chimaev. Yeah, Hamza still needs to fight someone. Remember the name. That fight has to happen between them first. Hamza and Bilal. Yeah. No, I think I think they they're really gonna give Hamza the Leon Edwards fight. You know, they they're gonna offer Leon Edwards the Hamza fight, and if he doesn't take it, guess what? He's not getting a title shot anytime soon. He's gonna have to wait and wait and wait, you know, because the line in front of him is just gonna keep getting longer and longer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Damn, but yeah, but yeah, let's... Paulo Costa accepting Vito- the angry, uh... <laughs> the angry Italian, the angry Italian. Yeah, bro, th- this must be the angriest Italian I've ever seen. Marvin Vittoria has got problems, bro. He's got issues. Yeah, he he's really got issues. I mean, he even thought that he won the the rematch, bro. You lost every single round, everywhere that fight went. Okay, you took Izzy down. What did you do? He got up immediately. What did you do when 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 he take when you took his back? He reversed it on you, yeah. on you, yeah. On on the feet, he picked you apart. He made you look like a like a fool. You know, yeah. you, you were just hitting air and running off into the sunset. Well, well, he picked you apart from a distance. Mm. So I, I don't see how how he thinks he won that fight, bro. But that being said, yeah, he he actually called out Paulo Costa, which I thought was a great move. You know? mm-hmm. Costa seems to accept it. Well, we we get we're gonna see we're gonna see how it goes, right? If Costa is gonna try to negotiate publicly again. But honestly, I I really think he should he should keep his phone. Somebody should confiscate his phone. Somebody <laughs> should confiscate his phone because Paulo Costa is not in a position to negotiate. Yes, sixty five k yeah. is it's it's shit for Costa. Yeah, he deserves mm-hmm. more. I'd say give him like hundred and eighty or something or two hundred k. But the three hundred and fifty k that he's asking for, he's not going to get it because he's really not yeah. in a position to negotiate. He hasn't fought since he got knocked out by Adesanya and, Mm. well, not just knocked out, knocked out and impregnated (laughs) on live live TV. (laughs) Yeah, got humped. Yeah, bro. So, I I, I think this this is a very good fight. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. And the problem is, if Vittori can't take Costa down, then there's going to be a lot of problems. 
And we know that Costa mm-hmm. is a good grappler as well, right? Not a great grappler, but a good grappler. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. But it was best decision for both of them to accept the fight. Vittori, yeah. yes, he has advantage. He went to two in his last two fights. He went five rounds, right? Won one, mm-hmm. lost one. And now he's going against Costa, who's been out for I don't know how long, right? Who guesses is out after one? many rounds? He gets gassed out after the second round, bro. Honestly, like, yeah. middle of the second round, the Costa's gas tank is gone. So this can so, be a UFC Vegas fight night, Costa versus Vittori. I think that's yeah. the best that they can do. Or make it a co-main event, three rounds fight mm-hmm. between these three guys, if you want to see the best Costa. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because the best Costa is the one that comes, that comes forward and just mm-hmm. unloads volume on you. Just keeps throwing bombs even though he doesn't have that much power and they bo- you know? yeah yeah like, I, I would say they, they, they both have an equal amount of power I would say Israel Adesanya has more power than both of them yeah even yeah. though he's much skinnier you know his mm. shots can actually knock people out these yeah, guys yeah. They, they don't knock anybody out they, they haven't put anybody to sleep they just uh, throw punches man Israel yeah. aim those guys aim just throw punches fight. Mm-hmm. Like, and these guys shows they they don't they don't put anybody out they they don't mm. they don't put anybody to sleep. Costa like, mm. never put anybody to sleep. He's he's worn guys down with the volume with the sheer volume yeah. in the beginning of the yeah. fight, and then you know Romero wasn't going anywhere. Romero wasn't going anywhere. Who knocks out Romero? Yeah. <laughs> No way. Bro, Romero was actually telling, was actually like giving him the tongue, like, ah. like mm. Costa's punching Romero, and Romero's like, ah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it, so, yeah. Honestly, that, I, I think it's a good fight. Yeah, it's a good but, fight for both of them, though, to keep them yeah. on the spotlight as well. If they win this fight, but I think they're going to have to take three. You know, um, Robert Whitaker just set a standard now. Everyone yeah. who lost to Israel Adesanya needs to go to three fights, win them beautiful and perfectly so in order to get a title shot again. Yeah. He just that's set a standard. That's basically what Dustin did after losing to Habib. Yeah. And winning the rest of his fights. Like, mm. Dustin was the standard. He was the guy to beat if you want to fight Habib. Yeah. But, you know, we, we, we all know how that story played out, you know, with the, with the death but, of his father and everything. Mm, mm. Speaking yeah, so, about Dustin Poirier, can I just get in and disturb? Oh no, finish, finish up. <laughs> I th- I think you gotta get in and disturb before before I actually ask you some shit that <laughs> some shit that was in the in the MMA yeah. world, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was so, yesterday. So, huh? Mm-hmm. You say? Or, or do you, do you want me to start? Because yeah, yeah, you can go ahead. Did uh-huh. you see? The, did you see the shit that he posted, bro? No, um, I, I. So it actually became a meme all around, all around Instagram and the MMA world. You know? The MMA mm. world was taking him for a shit. You know, yeah, they were basically making him look like a joke. Yeah, he was advertising how he got hair implants, hair transplants. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw it. I saw it. He put out a fight for a hair implant. Oh, 
that was hilarious, bro. I was like, yo, Costa, what are you doing, bro? You don't advertise some shit like that. Even if even if the the physician asks you to advertise for them, even if they get, mm. they say they're gonna pay you a lot of money for it, don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. Yeah. You're shooting yourself in the foot. You're already a joke in the MMA community. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do it again. You're already pregnant, bro. You're already due mm. for with Izzy's baby. So mm-hmm. you don't do this shit. The guy looks up to Floyd Mayweather. Everyone seems to be doing hair implants. I'm, I'm coming for one very soon. Eh? My hairline is growing back as well, as far as I can remember. So, <laughs> I just want to make money as well. Go get that thing done on me as well. I need my hairline back. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just glad nobody in my family has a receding hairline. Eish, bro. You are lucky that you don't have that. <laughs> I'm going to have a more hopeful hairline. I, I had to go pay I had to be, go pay around two twenty yesterday just for a brush mm. cut at, at legendary barber. Like <laughs> so they can save my hairline, bro. <laughs> bro, do you know how much I pay for a haircut? Uh-huh. Thirty Rand, bro. Dude, I had to go pay for the first time in my life I popped out two twenty <laughs> for a simple brush cut, dude. A simple brush cut. So I, sh- I would never. I feel I feel for you, but I I would never go. I would if if that was happening to me, I'd just be like, you know what, take it all off. I tried. Off. You know, as I was bold, I tried. Right, doesn't work out. Yeah, the same <laughs> the same way that DC is trying as well. But you can still see like mm-hmm. ah, he's trying to get a trim, but you could see like nah, something happened yeah. here. The same way Kamaru Usman tried to. <laughs> <laughs> Kamaru Usman was the worst. <laughs> yeah. But bro, honestly, like I, th- I think, I think the the reason why bald head works for guys like myself and other guys, it's because we got big heads. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I have this small peanut head. <laughs> Basically, looks like a thumb on shoulders. Exactly. Yeah. So I, no, bro. But anyway, yeah. So the guy went for a head transplant. Everyone is doing it now. He said, Joe, he's, he's trying to keep himself. Um, Popular, I think. Honestly, it just, it just, for me, it just screams more. You, you, you know me, bro. Yes. I, 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 I see the, I see the guys who, who are on the, who are on the juice. I see the guys who are mm. on steroids. Mm. For me, receding hairline, it's a sign of steroids. Mm-hmm. And if you looking at Paulo Costa's body, yeah, mm, I don't think that's natural. I really don't think <laughs> it's that way. Yeah. I don't think it's natural. Yeah. And another yeah. thing is, what 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 was he when he when he came into into the the Ultimate Fighter? What were his credentials? What were his MMA credentials? Mm. Nothing. Body. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was basically listed as a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. <laughs> and now he's a and and now he's a black belt in jujitsu. <laughs> Which I honestly think is bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, man. You you wanted to speak about Dustin? I'm saying Dustin Poirier. I was watching the fight between Dustin Poirier and Justin Gagey, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome fight, though. Just Dustin Poirier can get finished in the second or third round. He can get mm-hmm. finished. 
Dustin Poirier do get exhausted. Dustin Poirier do get guessed out, right? Yeah. Justin, Dustin, uh, hey, Justin, Dustin, Justin, <laughs> Justin Gagey. Yeah. yeah. Justin Gage was a blind man while fighting um Dustin Poirier. And he only depended on, be, on being hit, feeling where Dust, uh, Dustin was, and then throwing the punch, right? Yeah. It looks like he can box now. Looks like he can see now. I don't know if he had a surgery or something. Looks like he can see now. Looks like he does not. <laughs> he no longer depends on being hit, so he can know where you are, right? I would True. love to see Dustin yeah. Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gagey too. That's what I would love yeah. to see. I, I honestly thought that would be the fight for the vacant lightweight belt, bro. Like that. That's that's what most of the MMA community was calling for. Yeah, 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 but. I I honestly I I feel you, bro. I like this new version of Justin Gaethje. Like, when when people actually start heeding the advice of Trevor Whitman, you see mm-hmm. a difference. Look at yeah, Rose. Yeah. She she was wild. You know, she was wild through caution to the wind when she fought, but then she started, you know, heeding the advice of Trevor Whitman. Mm-hmm. Pull down. You you do more by doing less. Mm-hmm. Same thing with same thing with Justin Gaethje. Do more yeah. by, by doing less. He's, take, he's taking less hits, but he's knocking yeah. guys up. He's putting on great yeah. performance. Yeah. And look at uh, Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman is actually moving side to side now. Yeah. You, yeah. Look at, um, who's he? Who's his trainer again? Uh, Henry Hooft. Yeah. 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 From, from the from Sanford MMA. Mm. Look at the guy that, that trained under Henry Hooft. Mm. What, what do they do when, when they're being pressured? Right. They they always back up. They all back up yeah. straight. You just go straight back. Mm. You got to mm. Gilbert Burns. Well, I mm. mean, who who the hell pressures Gilbert Burns, bro? Nobody. Yeah. So, <laughs> look, look at look look at Michael Chandler. What yeah. happened in the What happens when he gets pressured? He only backs up straight. Backs straight back. He doesn't cut angles. He doesn't cut yeah. angles. Yeah. It 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 really. I mean, Charles Oliveira made him pay. He really made him pay for it. I mean, you, yeah. if you're gonna back up all the way to to the back of to the cage, and you're not gonna mm-hmm. go anywhere, Michael Chandler was like, "Oh, I mean, Charles Oliveira was like, okay, yeah. here's a left hook for me, boom, okay, cool. Oh. Now, now, now the title. I Kamaru, think those guys just just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kamaru Usman was the same, but now that yeah, I mean, no, nobody's knocking out and honestly yeah. there's people will back him up but yeah, yeah. now you look at Kamaru Usman he doesn't just stand on one spot mm. look at him he the, yeah he, he moves side to side you could even see it in the George Masvidal fight yeah but yeah man like he looks like he's really simplified in striking mm. just but now he's he's a sniper especially with mm. that jab yeah you know? yeah yeah, Trevor Whitman's a genius, bro. He's, he's a, a genius. genius, and you know he's you do, you do know he's my favorite coach. Like out of all, yeah, of I, I I do know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, what you you were saying? Yeah, man, it it, it it is what it is. So that's the fight that I want to see now with Justin Gage that can see and that does not have to depend on being hit, so he can know where you are. And he was mm-hmm. chopping those legs as well. And there's one thing that I love and, and, and I learned from Dustin Poirier. Dustin, every single loss that he gets, he goes and fix it. He lost from um he lost um when he fought Kana McGregor. 
And the way he lost that fight, it was by striking, boxing, right? He went and sharpened his boxing, right? And he was just boxing these guys, the hell out of these guys, right? He lost yeah. against, um, he didn't lose actually, but I guess Justin Gagey. He knows the pain of those leg kicks, right? What does he do now when he fights with people? Chops those exactly. Chops those he legs up. He lost and chops them also. And chops them, yeah. He lost against Khabib, right? Via ground game. What does he do now? He takes niggas out. He takes Kanak. He took Kanak down. He took um, who's this boy? Um, uh, um, broomstick thick. Yeah, Dan Hooker down. He was doing exactly that because he knows the power of it. So every single fighter that he fights with, and he learns something from. He always takes something from that fight to make himself a better fighter. So that's what I like about him. Yeah, man. And honestly, the the guy just. I I don't think anybody can knock him out. Like it seems like every fight he he takes his his chin just gets harder. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I if look, you remember the Dan Hooker fight? Mm. Do you remember what kind of a war that was? And yeah. honestly, if if he couldn't get knocked out in that fight, I don't know who's gonna knock him out. Mm. I mm. honestly don't know who's gonna knock him out. I don't even think. Uh, Karate Stones, Connor would would knock him out at this point because it seems Dustin Poirier's chin is made out of granite now. He got a new chin or yeah. something. Yeah. But that's um mm-hmm. he, he even has a third lung, bro. Like it just yeah. it takes a while to kick in, but damn yeah. when it kicks in, it's like what the fuck? Yeah. All is so, an entertaining fighter. Yeah. Um I just saw Connor that he's training to not to sniper, but to come with volume. I don't know why, <laughs> but... It's not going to work. <laughs> he's, 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 work. He's taking that approach now. Volume, volume. Yes, Dustin kind of cracks under volume. Against Max Holloway, he said it himself that he almost he was quitting at that point. Like, no, I can't lose this fight. And he snapped out of it, right? In between that. And you could see as well, he was backing up and Max was all over him. If Max had the power, he could have finished that fight. So, Kana is going through that way, right? The last time Nate, the Nate lost, it was via leg kicks, right? Kana went and trained leg kicks. In Nate Diaz's fight, he did the very same thing. And now yeah. he knows the only way to beat Dustin. If I don't knock him out the first round, volume. So he's training for, for, for that side. And he has a black eye now, which I'm worried now, that Kana barely gets black eye. And even if he has a black eye, it, it, it's worrying me now, man. I wonder what happened. I hope he didn't uh, get knocked out. It's a little slower or whatnot. That's... But bro, honestly, do you really yeah. think Conor McGregor throwing volume strikes is gonna last? Is gonna go past the second round? <laughs> do you really think he's gonna get his gas tank is gonna go, go past the second round? <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought that... he's really gonna gas out. He's gonna gas himself up. Bro. Conor McGregor, his gas tank is probably the worst gas tank in the lightweight division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And I don't know what is it that he's doing wrong or is just the issue of being blessed with power and your tank being taken away from me. I, I, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, without wasting any more time, UFC Vegas, what do you have to oh. say if you run through it very quickly? Oh, my goodness. What a card, bro. Honestly, mm. this card over-delivered. Yeah. Like, it surpassed my expectations. I, expect, I expected good things from the card. You know, because mm. there, there, there are some prospects I, I see from the, I've seen from the card, mm. but damn, this thing over delivered. From the first fight, yeah. Mike Brown, 
Yeah. No, it's not Mike Brown. Um, who's this guy? Matt the Morsel Brown. Yeah. Bro. The legend, bro. Matt the Immortal Brown. 40 years mm-hmm. old. You know, he's, he, he, he'd already fought, um, oh, was it Douglas Lima? The, the yeah, Bellator yeah. champion? Yeah, yeah. yeah that... he, already, he already fought Douglas Lima. Knocked him out. Like, I think it was in 2007. Now he fought his mm-hmm. brother. I guess what it did. Wow. Knocked mm-hmm. the fuck out. But it's, it's, it's typical. Like, it was classic. Um, fuck, why do I keep getting his name wrong? Like his name just keeps slipping my mind. It was classic mm-hmm. Matt Brown, bro. Because Matt Brown, if you notice his fights, right? Mm-hmm. He's fighting, he's fighting, he's fighting. Looks good. No. There's flashes of greatness. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, a knockout. Yeah. Like that like that uh, elbow that he he gave uh, Diego Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Same other same with this knockout. It just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like just dipped. Boom! Straight right to the face. Mm-hmm. And Douglas Lima was just out. Was it Douglas? Douglas or Diego? This one is Diego. Yeah. Diego Lima was out, bro. Like, out cold. His face was on the floor. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> and listen, this card, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I was so tired when I was watching this card. I was yeah, yeah. so tired, bro. Like, I think I'd only had about two hours of sleep. Uh-huh. And that was not by choice. So when I was watching yeah. the card, I was like, yo. I was kind of, sometimes I was dozing off. But mm. the card just kept me awake. The fights just kept me awake. Mm. I was like, what the hell is going on? What's going on here? And the next, the next fight. Yeah. This, this is a, the next fight was Sang Hoo Choi. Yeah. This is Julian Erosa. Mm-hmm. It was Julian Erosa. Julian Erosa. Yeah. Is he is he the one who fought Sang Hoo Choi? Yeah, Choi is the I think he's a Korean, but it's an Asian guy with blonde hair, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's him. But but before before I carry on, what what do you, what do you think about the Matt Brown fight? Like I said, man, it it, 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 it first round it was okay. Second round you could see as 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 how things were going. But um, all respect and all 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 love to Diego Lima as well. He came to fight as well, even though we did not yeah. get. Because people, you know, people live under shadows of certain people, right? Mm-hmm. If you see Nate Diaz, people always think of Nate, Nick Diaz, right? The same thing with Diego. Nate, Nate, Nate puts himself there. Nate puts mm-hmm. himself in Nate's shadow. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the new guys, they, they, they know Nate Diaz. They don't know of Nick Diaz. They, they know of mm-hmm. Nick Diaz. But they know, they're not... They're not... Uh, they're not acclimatized to Nick Diaz. They, mm-hmm. they didn't... Mm-hmm. MMA in the Nick Diaz time. But yeah, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah. But it was a beautiful fight, a, a great knockout, and yeah, Diego was out, man. Oh. That, that, that fight just got me out of my seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 
That's why it literally made me jump. That 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 knockout just literally made me jump out of my seat. Like what? <laughs> yeah. 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 The knock. The the knockout that 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 shocked me. It's like oh damn, it was um chasing yeah Chasey Wu. Cause I, th- I actually thought he was the Korean, Korean, Korean zombie. I was like, "Wow, what a beautiful!" It's like he was scared, and it's like, "Oh, I knocked this guy out. Let me just finish it." Boom, 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 boom. The ref stops him, but yeah, he's so fast. Like his hands are so quick. Yeah, it's did so you quick. see that? Jin? Julian didn't see anything. He didn't see anything. Listen, this guy literally threw three shots in the time it took mm. Julian to to throw one. Yeah. I mean, Julian would start throwing one and then Song Hu Choi some somehow, somewhere three shots. Then we move. Three yeah. shots before before Julian Julian's one shot actually gets to the target or gets close yeah. to the yeah. target. Honestly, I, I see I see Song Hu Choi being being a superstar. Yeah. Well, he will. You know why? Mm-hmm. It's not just not just because of his fighting style. Yeah. The post fight the post fight interview. Mm. Do you remember what he said? No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't hear it. He said, "Well, he was trying to speak English, right? He was trying his best. Yeah. You could see that he was really trying his best. Mm. But mm. he actually he he had a translator who, you know, when 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 someone's still learning a language and then they mm. don't understand mm. something, they'll answer mm. what they can in that language. But then when they when they get stuck, you know, they're gonna speak mm. to their translator." But the mm. guy says, I'm not done. I'm still going to learn English. Believe yeah. me. I was like, yes. There you go. That's nice. going to make you a lot of money. That's going to nice. make you a big superstar, bro. That yeah. right there. Yeah. If he can mix that with his fighting mm. style and person mm-hmm. and have some personality, mm. bro, Korea could have, South Korea could have a really big superstar. He could he could yeah. actually surpass he could actually surpass the zombie. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, because yeah, zombie, zombie they just they just love him for his fighting style though. But on the yeah. mic, nothing. There's no English there. Mm. There's no English there, bro. Because MMA or let's say the UFC is it's it's a the audience of the UFC is predominantly English. So if you're not yeah, gonna learn yeah. English, then no, don't 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 expect don't expect to be paid that much. No. Mm. Yeah, so I, I really this kid has a bright future, bro. Yeah. And honestly, does. definitely bro, does. Bro, I wanna ask you this. Mm-hmm. Did you did you notice how big these guys are? Which guys? Song Hu Choi and um what what's 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 his name? His opponent? Oh, his opponent, Julian and Rosa. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Did you notice how big these guys are, bro? They, they look For like featherweight. They look like Dustin Poirier. These guys cut a lot of weight, man. They cut a yeah. lot of weight. Bro, the featherweight division is really getting bigger. Honestly, yeah. like, if you look at the, the new featherweights that are coming in now, mm-hmm. these guys look jacked, bro. These guys look like bigger. These guys look like the... The more comfortable lightweights, you know, they they don't look like yeah, lightweight, yeah. lightweights who should be in the in the featherweight division. You know that that was that was basically what um, Edson Barboza looked like. 
The guys yeah. that are coming in are huge, bro. They look like lightweights. I mean, look at yeah, yeah. That uh, Giga Chikadze. Mm-hmm. Giga Chikadze, he's taller than most lightweights, and he's yeah, on the and these guys are actually quite tall, bro. Like six foot, six foot one. Think about mm-hmm. this. I'm a heavyweight and I'm six foot two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And these guys are featherweights, bro. To actually this reach guy, these guys. To actually this reach guy, these guys. Mm-hmm. These guys cut a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. So true. just imagine um Davis in Davis in He cuts from what to what. It can actually be a featherweight, right? A whole featherweight. Yeah. But the problem is the height, bro. Like, most yeah. featherweights would be so much taller than him now. Mm. But I think he would be more comfortable. I really think he would be more comfortable at 135, bro. Because the guy cuts yeah. from 165 mm. down to 125, bro. That's that's 18% of your body weight. Yeah. That is cut. And guess what? And guess what's 18% of your body weight? What water? No, that that is that is your leg. Your one leg is eighteen. Oh, one leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's basically cutting a leg every time he cuts leg weight. weight. So you think um, what should Wu do now? So which way? I mean, if he's comfortable, if he's got his diet down, you know, mm. if he's if he's using science properly. And mm-hmm. he's he's training as as to the point where he doesn't he doesn't feel uncomfortable in cutting weight. If he makes weight yeah. comfortably, then mm. I think he should stay at one at one forty five. You know, yeah. until he feels like until he gets to the point where he feels like okay, now nah, I need to make a change now. Hopefully, he doesn't realize mm. that too late, and mm. he does it in time. You know, so I mean, going even going up a weight class and cutting less weight it helps the longevity of your career because. Yeah, yeah. A lot more water, and there, there's more there's more fluid in your brain so whenever you get hit mm-hmm. you there's there's not much there's not as much damage to your brain right mm-hmm. so i mean right now he looks good man he doesn't look uncomfortable or anything yeah him and um him and julian the rosa they they they, they mm-hmm. looked good mm-hmm. but i don't, I don't know i i don't, I don't know the ins and outs of his team. I I haven't really. I've been watching the guy, but I haven't really been watching him that deeply. You know, I haven't had that closely followed him that closely. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you you know you know how I like these new guys, bro. You know how I like these prelim guys. You know mm. these guys that that come from the prelims, but yeah, man. I honestly think he's he's he could be the next big thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But what, what what else stood out for you in that cut? Or do we just jump straight into the main event? Wait, what what was the next fight again? The the fight after that card, um, after Song Ho Choi, because it was three knockouts. Yeah, it yeah, three. three. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck! What is what was the fight after Song Ho Choi? I'm trying to remember. Isn't wasn't it? Um, it was. Oh, uh, it was him versus Julian Rosa, um, right? And yeah. then it was um, the gay Pivak versus Alice K Olinik. 
but that was a decision though and then the other before that it was Cheeto okay the one more before Cheeto and David Grant Marlon, Marlon oh, Vera Dave, and David, Dave Grant, and then Marlon Vera. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. But that was a decision as well. Yeah, but great yeah. fight though. Yeah, great fight though. So entertaining. I don't. How did I? How did I not remember their names? Because these guys are—they really put on a show. Honestly, they—they they put on a show, bro. But mm. I think David Grant, he. He can his style kind of shoots himself in the foot, man. Because yeah. he's he's got that style where he's just he's throwing a lot of kicks, he's mm-hmm. throwing a lot of spinning shit, right? Mm-hmm. He's throwing a lot of spin moves. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna take a lot out of you. It takes a lot of energy to throw those, right? Yeah. Like, myself, like if if I'm gonna fight, I'm not gonna throw, I'm not gonna be throwing wheel kicks and tornado kicks, uh, three um, what's this? 480 kicks and all of that. I'm not mm. gonna be throwing all of that. Even though I have I have done Taekwondo, I'm not gonna mm. be throwing those those Taekwondo kicks, bro. I'm gonna be throwing side kicks, I'm gonna be throwing push kicks. I'll throw a wheel kick here and there. Right? Mm. I'll throw a spinning mm. throw a spinning back kick. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. To be throwing all those crazy kicks where you no, no. Gas is gas is something you gotta worry about. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy looks he looks somewhat dominant if you if you look at it from 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 a lazy perspective. But if you really look at how Marlon Vera was defending, like yeah, those shots yeah. he he was hitting Vera, but they were hitting his guard. So they weren't really doing much damage. He's, he wasn't really hitting Vera to Marlon Vera to the head. He wasn't yeah, really yeah. Yeah, his his body shots weren't weren't that effective, you know. Mm. And the the thing that I don't, I don't like about David Grant's body shots, yeah, he doesn't he loads too much. Have you noticed when 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 he throws body shots, his hands are down, they are at his sides, right, and he's he's just winging. He he looks like he's just winging. He's very fast, yeah, but yeah. it really looks like he's just winging, man. If somebody throws a, a straight right or throws throws a jab, like a stinging jab, mm-hmm. they really could hurt him, you know. So, and he was rocked a few times in that fight because Vera was really keeping it simple. Like he had the style that weathered the storm. He was keeping yeah, it simple, yeah, yeah. throwing his jab, you know, throwing, mm-hmm. throwing um. Was just throw, throwing his jab. He was throwing yeah. the push kick. I mean, just keeping it simple, you know, just getting through, just cutting through all the bullshit, basically. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what he was doing. So, so it's, it's that it's that um type of fighting style whereby you don't take too much damage, but you know how to weather the stop moving forward. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like his his shots weren't looping and all of that. He wasn't. Mm-hmm spinning and all of that that all of that i mean yeah. david grant's style looks pretty it's fun to watch you know yeah, it's, yeah. It's entertaining so i'm not, i'm not knocking it fully but mm-hmm. if you're gonna say a three-round fight and you're gonna fight somebody who's not going anywhere somebody who's not gonna get knocked out and somebody who <laughs> gets submitted yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna work. yeah 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 fight, you know? 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Like, but but what do you think, though? But but honestly, I... be, be, before anything else, I think yeah. that fight really deserved fight of the night. It did. Me, it, did was, it did. Yeah. It did. It, it, it was, was a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it definitely did deserve fight of the night. But but I think these guys were, were you know, those those type of fights, man. Dana White does, even though it's it's not an official fight of the night, he does um uh, reward them. Yeah. Yeah, he does reward them very good after that. He notices such such fights. And he's not only going to reward one person, he rewards both of the fighters because it takes two to tangle, right? So that's what he normally does. But it was a beautiful fight for both guys. They both showed hard. They both showed... They both showed that they want to be here. Yeah. So that's what I think about the fight. But to just jump straight into the main event now, um, Chen Sung Yang versus Dan Ige. What's your take on that one? Hold on. Before we get to that, let's just quickly touch on not not to not for too long, but let's just quickly touch on Olenek versus mm. Sergey Spivak. Okay, the longest <laughs> that heavyweight. Fight, yeah, that, that that fight honestly wasn't the most entertaining, mm. but it didn't end the way I thought it was gonna end. Yeah, right. I thought somebody was gonna get finished. If Sergey Spivak was gonna win, it was gonna be by knockout. But yes, yeah. it's hard to knock out uh, Alexa Olenek. Unless you're yeah, doing it yeah. <laughs> just step in with a body jab and an overhand boom. Yep, that's it. That's it right there. And um if if it was gonna be Alexa Olenek, uh well, mm. I mean by Ezekiel choke, you know, he's got mm. the most devastating Ezekiel choke. I think he's got the most Ezekiel choke uh um what's this the most Ezekiel choke submissions in the yeah. UFC, I think. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but honestly, the guy is very good at it. He's, I, 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 I thought he was gonna win. Like even though he's so old, I thought he was gonna. I really thought he was gonna win. Yeah, why? Because of his fighting record. Not just because of that, man. Like he has a knack for fighting, fighting younger guys, and then just pulling, pulling something out of the bag. You know, like these guys gas themselves out in the first few rounds, and yeah. then. You know, he just weathers the storm and then gets that choke. And once he gets yeah, a hold yeah. of him, once he, once he gets a submission, like some guys think that mm-hmm. with, with, most, with most guys, when they when they try to submit you, they normally gas their arms yeah. out. But with Alexei Olenek, bro, like the longer he keeps a submission, it's like the tighter it gets. I don't know how mm-hmm. he does it, but that that's how it is, man. But... I honestly thought that that's how it was going to go. I thought he was going to win by submission, but mm. yeah, Sergey Spivak really he really showed that he could he could adapt. Right? Mm. He could mm. he knows how to weather a storm. He knows he, he doesn't just knock guys out. He knows how to actually go the distance. Go the distance, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that one. Mm. Mm. <sighs> but. Yeah, it was an old man versus youth as well. So, 59 and yeah. 16 versus 13 and 2. That was a great one. But, yeah. yeah. Let's get to the main event, bro. Honestly. Chen mm-hmm. Korean zombies always going to be a zombie, man. Yeah. It's but... those ideas, yeah. 
Yeah, but 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 honestly, in, in this one, it wasn't it wasn't the Korean zombie we, we know and love. We uh, know, yeah, yeah. Because this one, he looked a, he looked a lot more measured. He looked like mm. he was he wasn't trying to take any damage. He wasn't gonna put himself in the firing line. And honestly, mm. I think that's that's good for the longevity of your career. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, he's a, he's already got a lot of fans from the from the WEC days, from the times where he used to fight in wars. You know, like he mm. he was basically just every fight was basically a war. Now he seems yeah. to he seems to have a structured game plan. Not to say yeah. he never had a structured game plan, but I mean, every time he he came out, he knocked somebody out or put them in a crazy submission, you know. But now he seems very seems like his style has matured. Yeah, I can say yeah. put it that way. What do you think? Yeah, I I think so as well, man. I mean, but after his last fight, you know. I mean, a lot of people yeah. take take advantage because they know how you fight, especially the Max Holloway. You, you cannot fight Max Holloway that way. He will definitely tear you apart and make you look yeah. like a walking punching bag. So going up against people such as Zabid as well, you, you, you need to change something. You need to evolve. I mean, a lot of fighters are evolving and he's doing the same thing as well. He needs to evolve. He needs to change. This is the new days. This is not the olden days. These are the new days now. So he yeah. is doing that. He's a Korean, um, Korean zombie. He did what he had to do, and now it's, it's just to take it forward and make it make it to win a world title for him. Yeah, yeah. But th- this fight wasn't ex- as exciting as I thought it was going to be, but it was yeah, interesting. Yeah. You know, it, Dan Ige, his ground game is really lacking, or maybe maybe it was just that. The zombie is that good on the ground. I mean, the zombie has know. been around. The yeah, zombie has he, been around. Yeah, you you could tell. You could tell he was the more the more experienced fighter in there, because every mm. time you see when he has that body triangle, right? Yeah. The leg that's going across. When if you want to get out of the body triangle, the you mm. gotta roll towards the foot that's going across the body, right? Yeah. Now when Danny Gay tried to do that. The zombie just mm. brought him back. But then he tried to do that in the later rounds. He was being successful mm. with it. But then what did the zombie do? He just switched the he just switched the hold. He switched the yeah, body triangle yeah. over. So every time he the body triangle looks like it's about to be it gets into a vulnerable position, he just switches it to the other side. And you just see the experience bro. On the ground, like he seemed Danny Gates, he he didn't seem to have any answers for for the zombie, but then yeah, on the feet, yeah, he didn't. Mm. Yeah, on on the feet, the zombie was just using his jab, you know. Yeah, that that jab was there all day. Even though he was, he did get lit up a few times, but it wasn't mm. enough to, it wasn't enough to say he's gonna he's gonna lose the fight and and Danny is gonna take over. But well, this one. I really think the judges got it right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. I definitely agree with you, man. But mm-hmm. um, with the way um, Zombie is fighting now, that style is going to take him a long way. He comes from a long way. He already has a name. People respect him for his fight. Like, a lot has changed, though. And I, I've got nothing but to see what's next for him. He needs at least some few memorable, memorable fights. And I definitely think um, he's on a good track. 
fighting that way now. Mm-hmm. Brian Ortega, the same thing did. He got violated by Max Holloway. He came back yeah. for the way he fought, remember? And now, boom, title shot. And if Korean Zombie is doing the same thing, nothing but the best will be awaiting him in the future. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who do, who do you think? Who do you think Ortega should fight next, though? Who Ortega? I mean, not not Ortega. Um, uh, Jong Chan Son Jong, the Korean zombie. He should fight. Um, who's Max Holloway supposed to be fighting? Who's this guy? Yeah, Yair Rodriguez. Yeah, that's the fight to make. But now but he's he, he going to get suspended, ne? Who? Huh? Suspended. Uh, Chen Yusang. Chen Sung Jung. Yeah. For what? Did he, did he have a Yusada violation? No. Um. He the the guy took a lot of wait. Let me see. No, no, no. That's not him. That's not him. That's not him. But yeah, I think that's what's next. Okay. You should just fight. Um. Um. Rodriguez now. I think Rodriguez just is going to wait for Max Holloway because Giga Chikaze is calling him out. I mean, mm. we we know that the, the Holloway and Yaya Rodriguez fight was booked. But now, yeah. Max Holloway got injured, you know, as, you know, these guys are professional mm. fighters. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Max yeah. Holloway got injured. So, now, I think Yaya is just going to wait for Holloway to get back. I mean, mm. he's already been out a long time so yeah, I yeah. think he, if he takes the 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 not the Yaya fight not the what am I saying if he takes mm. the Giga Shikaze fight it's it's really going to be a problem because Giga Shikaze is much longer than him though, and he can keep he can really keep him at a distance uh, Giga Shikaze's distance management is impeccable yeah, you know, yeah. He's, his distance management is really bro I haven't seen somebody who can manage distance like that since basically Max Holloway in the yeah. featherweight division. Like he, he really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he really uses his length. And honestly, if he goes up to lightweight, he can do the same thing because he's taller than most mm. of the guys up there. Also. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he really knows how to use his kicks. And with, with someone like that, fighting, mm. fighting yeah, 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 if he takes... If Yaya takes that fight, it's really going to be a big risk. Like, yeah, I honestly see yeah. Giga Chikaz winning that fight if Yaya takes it. Yeah, that's true, man. But this this featherweight, man, I don't know what that should be. Should be should be um focused on those guys. This featherweight can fight that 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 division is stacked as well. Yeah, that division is that's very right. stacked as well. It's stacked yeah, as well with, with great talents and great fighters. So, really yeah, I think more light should turn to those guys. But be, be, with that being said, I think we shouldn't push it over the limit because these guys are complaining as well. Oh, uh, podcast <laughs> for over one hour. That's you also get them as well. Those texts. We, I, I do, bro. I do. I really do. <laughs> but hey, we we we're trying, man. Yeah. We're really trying. Yo, after an hour, after an hour, I just get so anxious. Like, damn, okay, if I let me just let me just push, push. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> it's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's supposed to be that long. Yeah, man. I mean, this, this is this is something you're supposed to listen to when you when you're busy cleaning or something, you know. When you're yeah, busy, yeah, yeah. When you're busy doing something, you know, just something to kill time, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. I will be bullied even on our podcast. You guys are so long. Just imagine <laughs> one hour this. Huh? Like, oh shit. Okay, no, we'll try to keep it short next time. Okay, yeah, sure. Wait, what when, when, yeah. when did you start being interested in MMA and boxing anyway? I mean, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for the support, guys. We really appreciate it. Though. Hey, we, we, we appreciate everybody who listens to us. Man. Doesn't matter if you're interested in MMA and boxing or not, but we, we really appreciate the support, man. But yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, it's about time we, we wrap this one up. Uh, it's it's yeah, been a good one. Mm-hmm. It's been a good one. And tomorrow. We are in. Tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow. we have... Yeah? No, you are back. We are back tomorrow. And we also have a guest. Yep. Bro. Do you want to do the introduction? Yeah. I I think I think you, you I think you should do it though. Okay. You are the Bruce Buffer. <laughs> so I'm the Bruce Buffer of 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 into the base. Yeah, bro. Oh, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tomorrow we are back for another exciting episode of Into the Base podcast. But we're just gonna mix it a little bit more and take it on Instagram. Remember, last week we were on Instagram, right? And we had a, a, a visitor last week. We had a, a guest last week. It was mm-hmm. Pumi. Um, what's his name? Nkuta, right? Who, yeah, yeah. Table yeah. Nkuta, who is a, 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 a DFFC world champion, right? And tomorrow, again, we have another world champion. He's a South African from Dublin, Ireland. He calls himself the Black Irish Man. Oh, he has another name as well. Huh? The Irish Zulu. That's the one I know. Yeah, yeah. The Irish Zulu man. <laughs> the yeah. Irish Zulu man. But the registered name is the Black Mamba, Francis Mlambo. So we'll be having him tomorrow, guys, onto the podcast. So don't miss out on Instagram at 8 o'clock, same time. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's been a good one, man. Been a, yeah, yeah. Been a really good one. I mean, even yeah. though even though we were late, but I'm, I'm I'm glad we did this one because I had I had to get this I had to get some shit off my mind. I had to get yeah. some shit off my head. Especially that 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 shit at the beginning, you know, the Victoria's Secret stuff. I had to get yeah, that yeah. off my chest. So yeah, man. But hey, we'll be back tomorrow. Live on Instagram, 8 p.m. Central African time. With the world bantamweight champion. Into the base podcast. We are the only one doing this in South Africa, baby. Two world champions in two weeks. Let's do this. What you got to say? Yeah, yeah, boy. Hey, bro, it's been a good one. Let's, let's, let's wrap yeah. this up. Peace out. Cheers, my guy.